Many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day, living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality in the lives that we're living right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives. For those of us who are looking to fully live in this moment. To change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Live This Life podcast. Hope everybody's been riding a high vibration on whatever it is you've got going on. That's such an important part of life, and it's something I've really come to realize in the last couple of weeks of what I've had going on. You know, I try not to get into the the details, and I tend to ramble sometimes, Uh, but really, I've had so many things going on in my life, and one of the biggest things that I have going on is it's a professional challenge that I have in one of the roles that I play that... I guess I've encountered a lot of really ingrained people who have been in their positions quite a long time that I'm in a position, um, you know, supervisory. I don't like to say I'm a position over somebody. I'm I'm placed in a position where I have to oversee their work is what I really like to to think of it as. And my philosophy, I don't like to, to rule by brute force. I think in my younger years, when I became a director of a department at like age 25, and it really at that age, I don't think somebody should have really been in that kind of a role at such a young age as, as experienced as I was, but I kind of like ruled almost with an iron fist. I tried to tell people like, this is the way it's going to be. And if they didn't, you know, go that way, then, you know, you broke the rules and there's got to be consequences. And now that I've shifted out of that way of life, I've really tried to move through a way of inspiration and really like, you know, follow me instead of being, I saw this great graphic one time of, you know, a leader versus a boss, you know, in a boss, there was a picture of a boss standing on top of this huge block and a whole bunch of people trying to pull the block with ropes. And the the leader or the, the boss was standing there with like a whip, like trying to crack it at people. And the leader instead was out there at the front of those ropes, helping other people pull the, pull the block. And that's, that's a mindset I've really tried to take. And one of the biggest ways I think you can do that is by not feeding into the negativity. And you can do that even if you're not in a leadership role. If you're, you're somebody who's part of a, just of an office environment, a lot of office environments, I, I've seen it through the years, they're just such negative places. And you can be that leader by not falling into that trap. And I've been very mindful of that over the last couple of years, but now being so overwhelmed with stuff and one of the biggest challenges that keeps coming to me is that I have to keep on addressing people that are subordinates that that have really negative mindsets and negative comments and I'm trying to break them free of that, but it's kind of like anything else in life. You can't really shift someone's mindset unless they are 100% dedicated toward changing that mindset on their own. 
So the best thing that I can do is just continue to be inspirational. But sometimes I get so overwhelmed with the negativity that I even find my armor being broken through. And I fall into the trap. I, I find myself falling into the trap of complaining about this. You know, behind the scenes, I try to put on a good face to everybody. But, uh, you know, one of my one of my close colleagues, um, he is one of the most positive people I've ever met. He's a deep soul. He's been very much into like religion and stuff like that. And like I said, I think I talked about him on a, on a couple of episodes prior to this one that we really tend to balance each other out. I think him balancing me out more than anything is is what really happens. Um, you know, I'm there to help motivate him and stuff, but he, he balances me out. And I kind of realize that when I'm spewing the negativity, I can see it not resonate because he doesn't fall into the trap. He doesn't start to complain about the stuff as well. and doesn't start to throw things out there. Or if he does, it's very short lived and we get right on to a more positive mindset after we do a quick venting. And you know, I'd say that's one of the most important things you can do is just if people are, are venting to you and you're trying to keep a high mindset, you don't let that stuff absorb. You know, you kind of let that stuff just bounce right back at them by not feeding into it. But, you know, another important thing we'll talk about basically in this episode, raising our vibration, raising our vibe is rising above all the challenges in our life that tend to drag us down and put us in that negative cycle, that that constant feedback loop of negativity, because that can come from our workplaces, it can come from our lifestyles, it can come from a multitude of things. But you know, the one thing that you have to do, you have to realize is, you know, a lot of the people who are listening to this, they're, they're trying to live a healthier life. They're trying to live a more fulfilling and inspirational life. And we make big strides. And some of the biggest strides that you make in a really like a conscious awakening is kind of like what I call this. When you're in a conscious awakening process, most of your strides tend to happen in the beginning. You start to really shift away from a previous way of life so quick. And when you do meditation, like sometimes your biggest gains in meditation, they they don't come right away. But after a few weeks of practice, you start to notice a whole bunch of things that come to you pretty quickly. But then like you spark, you spike up real quick and then it kind of plateaus there and you don't notice those gains anymore and people tend to fall off they tend to not uh not stick with it because they don't feel like they're still climbing that ladder they don't feel like they're making upward progress but you are always making progress you're always making forward progress as long as you're listening to podcasts you're recognizing your own behavior you're watching youtube videos you're reading books you're doing things to improve yourself and trying to be mindful of your actions and your thoughts at all times and your vibration, you know, your vibe that you put off to people, you are always making progress. And, you know, one thing I wanted to share about this episode before we really dive deep into it all is most of the time when I'm preparing my episodes, I'll get inspired and I'll open up like a Google Doc and I'll start, you know, narrating notes into it on things I want to talk about. And, you know, I might have talking points and videos I want to insert and everything else. And as I'm working on an episode, I... I put work in progress and then I take that off after it's an episode that I've, I've recorded and I'm ready to, to get rid of it or file it away. And I'm working on this one. I got it finished and I almost reserve, removed the word words work in progress. And it's a headline that I originally typed in there because I knew it still needed work. And I thought to myself, as I looked at it, you know, work in progress, 
like, yes, this episode is, is a work in progress and, and I need to complete it, but I am also a work in progress. We all are. When we go down this awakening process, it's a constant process. And people talk about, you know, enlightenment and all this stuff like it's a destination. No, it's it's a process and it's going to continue to happen to you as long as you want it to until the day you die. But it's not it's not an end result. It's not a uh, you know, it's not an end goal. It's not a it's not a place you're going to arrive to. It's a process and you're constantly going to be that work in progress um, for the rest of your life, really. And you should strive to be that work in progress. You should never have the mindset that you've learned it all. You know, you shouldn't have the mindset that you've arrived. You could have the mindset that you maybe have progressed farther than other people, but you should never have the mindset that you've arrived because that's almost saying to the universe, saying to people around you, everybody, and saying to yourself, like, I'm done learning because I've arrived. You know, maybe some things you've you've really mastered, but, you know, I feel like life also throws things back at you to test you to see if you indeed pass the test. And consider yourself a work in progress is, is pretty much my point with this. You know, we're trying to do work in this process that helps elevate us to our greatest potential. You know, so here we are. We're discussing ways for us to attract like energy by lifting our vibe, you know, lifting our vibration to the highest possible place and foster a positive energy about you. You know, when you walk into a room, if you're a negative person, people can feel it. If you're a positive person, people can feel it. There's just sometimes some of us who are, I've, I've talked about this with other people, that the way that some people carry themselves, they can walk into a room and say nothing. And people can just look at them and say, oh boy, that person is like they're, they're you know, they got to stick up their backside. Or someone else can walk into a room and they can just light a room up without saying a word. That should be our goal. It's that person's vibe, you know, that that vibe that someone gives off. It can be really negative or it can be really positive. And although this episode is centered around raising our vibration, we must first understand how our vibration can be lowered in the first place because when you recognize that, you can stop it. You can turn it around instantaneously. And it's so easy to do for us to to have our vibe just lowered. It almost happens by default. So many of us in this world, you know, we follow along with that that thought and behavior pattern that's the the majority. So many people live their lives that way. So it's really hard to break away from that. It's hard to move away from that thought pattern because it pervades your existence. It's all around you in so many different places. I feel like the world's definitely shifting in a different direction. I feel like this this type of podcast, this this genre, this this movement or whatever you want to call it, I feel like it's picking up speed. It's expanding more and more and more. And, you know, that's great. It's it's great because you're going to turn to more places and these types of things are going to be there. But one of the things that I will talk about in this episode is a lot of us spend a lot of time on social media. Stop following the people that bring you down. Start following pages like live this life, you know, <laughs> go and follow some of the pages that post positive stuff. I mean, I know on our social media page, we have these big, beautiful graphics that are, they're really cool to look at. They have great sayings on them. And the, the point is to just have stuff as people are scrolling on through, seeing what people are taking pictures of and their selfies and everything else. They see one little graphic come flying through every once in a while, and hopefully they pause on it for 10 seconds, read it and reflect and move on. But those are the types of things that you can do to help raise your vibe. 
One thing you need to recognize is when thoughts become too much to bear, when you have thoughts, kind of like I've had in the last few weeks of of overwhelm, of, you know, have I made the right life choices and the things that I'm putting myself through? Uh, you know, have I, have I taken on too much? Have I bit off more than I can chew? When I start having those beliefs, how do you limit how much those pervade your life? Do we filter them out? You know, do we stop them? Do we try to prevent them? You know, how do we manage our brains that work overtime and analyze everything constantly? And, you know, and for me, that was huge in my life because I was the type of person who literally analyzed every person, every situation, because that was my survival. Um, I'm a very analytical person. I, my son kind of has the same curse where everything is uh, in our field of view, in our hearing, and it, it takes a lot to stay focused because you're so in tune with everything in the environment around you. You hear and see everything. So how do you filter out the world when that happens? If you're in a negative place and you're one of those kinds of people, you're literally pulling in every bit of information around you. And if all that information around you is negative, it's really hard to put up the walls and block that. You know, how do you recognize that you're in a bad mood? Do you notice when you're not behaving nicely? You know, do you notice when you're in a bad mood? Do you notice when you're experiencing frustration more than normal? I know for me, in the last week or so, I have been a little bit more frustrated than normal. And I've made a point when I have to leave my office, I'm on the top floor of a building. And when I have to go downstairs to go conduct some business, I make sure that before I leave, I throw on a smile. I smile super big, whether it's fake or not. I throw on a smile. And when I go downstairs, if I see somebody in the hallway, I'll say good morning. And if I have to walk into the copy room and there's someone there, I'll say, hey, how you doing? Even though sometimes I don't feel like talking. And me in the past, I would have just sat there with a scowl on my face and just waited for the person to get out of line. And if they would have said good morning to me, I would have been like, I was good about it. You know, like, obviously, that's not the way to approach life. I've made healthy habits that I, and by the time I get back to my office, I've gotten into a better mood. Whatever it was that dragged me down, I had some freedom from that for a little while. And I have a lot of healthy habits that help break those moods because I'm so overwhelmed at so many different points in my life. It's so easy to get into that that trap, that mindset. I guess the biggest thing about that is just being mindful. You know, are you paying attention to your own thoughts and behaviors in all the life situations that you're in? Do you recognize that someone's pushed your buttons? Do you realize that you started off your day in a good mood and now you're not in a good mood? Or do you recognize even when you say something like, well, today's going to be a bad day? Absolutely. You are 100% right because you are creating that. You are saying it. You're speaking it into existence. Maybe you had a couple of bad things that happen in your day, but it doesn't mean your day has to be bad. It doesn't mean your day has to suck. You can definitely turn it around, but if you're throwing the narrative out there that you're going to have a bad day, you 100% will. So are you recognizing when you have those kind of self-defeating thought patterns? One of the biggest things that happens to us is overthinking. You know, overthinking causes a muddiness of the mind. When we throw too many thoughts in there, when we have too much stuff going on up there, you begin to have this cascade of, of bad thoughts. You know, you throw too much in there and you have an avalanche of overwhelm. Things just come crashing down on you, and that's not good for anybody. You know, it creates havoc in your brain, and it will definitely lower your vibration. You know, it definitely lowers your vibe. People can tell when you've just been run ragged. People can tell that you've just, you've been beaten down. You know, it's hard to put a smile. It's hard to, to put a shine on someone who just has the weight of the world on their shoulders. 
So you have to learn to try to let things go in your life. If things are coming at you from all angles, you just have to try and focus on what you can at any given time. You know, overwhelm can be one of those big things, but many other things can contribute to lowering your vibe. And I don't want to focus on them too much, but really, you know, negative thoughts about yourself or life or compulsive thinking or holding on to the past, worrying about the future. I know I say those things a lot, but really, those are some of the things that that can really weigh us down in so many different ways. It's it's one of the huge, it's almost like an epidemic for most people who's who has a low, who have a low vibe. You know, holding on to anger and resentment and you know, guilt in addition to so many other things, being guilty about stuff in our past. It's it's so tough to let things go, but these are the things that hold us down. And these things will constantly pull and tug on you as long as they have a foothold on you at all. If they have even one little tiny grip on you, they still have the ability to pull you back down. And before you know it, you've lowered your vibe essentially by default because those things are underlying programs that you you need to break them. You need to fix them. And just like I said, when I walk out of my office and throw that smile on, that's breaking that program. You know, I recognize when I'm in a place where I need to go take a break, I need to walk away, I need to do whatever it is, put on some music, you know, put on some high vibe music. You know, sometimes you need to turn off the podcasts and Put on some music or do something that's just going to raise your vibe. Put on some of your favorite music and raise your vibe that way. And some of these ideas that I'm about to discuss are like that. You know, some of these things I've tried myself and I've incorporated into my my toolbox. They're they're in my toolbox for things that I can use to help me out whenever I'm having some of these issues. You know, sometimes it requires trying the same thing over and over again, really. And sometimes it requires a combination of some of these things. You have to form healthy habits like I talked about in the previous episode. Your brain is malleable, 100%. You know, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I don't believe it at all. Age is nothing but a number. Time is an illusion, all that kind of stuff. But really, I mean, I'm learning more and more stuff every day. Um, I use like brain game apps and you know, the, the more I use them, the faster my brain operates. And I have no idea how much it's contributing to my cognitive abilities, but whatever ratings those things put on there, um, I notice my ratings constantly going up and your brain has, you know, neuroplasticity. You can change the way your brain wires and neurons that wire together, fire together. If the, your brain neurons are programmed to go a certain way, because that's where your thought patterns and habits have been for all these years, they're going to continue to be that way. But if you start to do different things, if you start to build healthy habits, if you start to break certain patterns of thoughts and actions, when someone triggers you, you don't immediately react. When you are triggered by somebody else, you do something healthy that processes that anger or stress in a whole different way instead of lashing out or letting it ruin your life or your day or whatever. Those types of thought patterns eventually result in a whole new neural pathway and eventually you're thinking in a completely different way. I mean, that's a huge thing about what Joe Dispenza talks uh, Joe Dispenza talks about. And I've had some of his clips here on the podcast, but I mean, he is huge in reinventing yourself about uh, rewiring your entire brain. He actually has a show on Gaia. If you've never checked out Gaia, it's great. It's got a lot of good programming on there. But his show, Rewired, oh, that show is is phenomenal. It's great if you haven't checked it out. Uh, I think you probably catch some clips of it on YouTube, or I might actually try and dig one up for later on in this episode. One of the biggest things is keep in mind that all this stuff takes a lot of time. It doesn't happen overnight. Uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't come quickly. And 
some things will change kind of quick and they can change overnight, but most of the time this stuff takes a lot of practice. It's it's like playing any sport or learning any new skill. You have to learn it over and over again until it becomes second nature. But if you start to notice subtle changes in your day, little thought patterns, you know, little things that you can do in a short amount of time will start to shift your life. And you'll start to look back on your days and weeks and say, wow, you know, I've really noticed a completely different way that I've approached the, the regular stressors in my life. But you have to build on the habits of your thoughts and create those new patterns. Always remember this, though, that raising your vibration is not easy at work. It really isn't. It's hard to be ourselves at work. It's hard to maintain who we are because we're often putting on those masks. Like Princeton Clark said in, in the interview episode, we're always putting on masks for our coworkers, masks for our kids. We're putting on all these masks. And, you know, in a way it's necessary, but in another way it's not. You know, you, you can't completely be 100% authentic at work in a lot of different places but you can try to be as close as you possibly can, and that's a healthy habit. Trust me, if anybody knows what it's like to have to go to work day in and day out and be an inauthentic version of yourself, it's me. I had to live that life for like 18 years. I mean, you're really not supposed to be a certain type of person. You have to maintain a certain type of lifestyle and persona and friends and circles of people and everything when you're in the line of work that I used to be in. And I, I think that's probably one of the most strict careers that you have to be in that really changes who you are. It changes everything about you. You have to carry yourself a different way. And there's certain people you really aren't supposed to hang out with. You know, you're supposed to hang out with the certain demographic of people that you work with. So I'm sure if you're in one of those types of work situations where you really can't be your authentic self, that's going to lower your vibe big time. Uh, I mean, I know because even still in the role that I'm in, I cannot be my 100% authentic self. I think some of the people who are finding out that I've been doing a podcast and stuff lately, they're kind of shocked because the type of person that I have to be in that job where you have to be kind of a, a little bit of a standoffish administrator and all that kind of stuff, it's completely different of who I really am uh, outside of work. And like I said, I'm sure many of you can sympathize with that. Plus at work, think of all the different types of people that you're with. Those water cooler conversations, I've, I've had that conversation, that, that discussion with a few different people like, wow, yes, I've been in those situations. I totally know what you're talking about with those water cooler things. I've walked into those situations before and it just seems to be that like vortex of negativity where people just sit around and they just talk about the bad stuff in the world. They talk about politics. They talk about the people they don't like and you sometimes get roped into it like you almost can't help it. And it's those things that immediately will start to lower your vibe. You start to mend and mesh with the culture that's around you. You mesh with the other people that are around you. And some of the people who I know who are the most authentic when they are at work. So I've, I've known people from time to time who are really just themselves through and through, whether they're at work or they're at home or they've been the same version of themselves before, during, and after any sort of job they've ever had. They don't play into that stuff. They don't care what people think about them in the office environment. They don't kiss people's behinds to try and get ahead. They don't change who they are when they get into the workplace. And that's great for them. 
not everybody can do it, but it's something you should really strive for. It's something you should really just try to try to maintain at all times when you're at work or any situation that you're in where you feel like you cannot be that high vibing version of yourself. You almost have to put up those shields. I mean, where's the place that you can think of that you have to put up those shields to kind of keep the low vibe around you um, away? Probably family. I'd say everybody can sympathize with that one. I mean, how many of us have to go around certain family members where you almost feel like you just have to tolerate them? You have to make it through certain interactions with certain people. And there's always negative talk. There's all the the down stuff. And people are criticizing each other. And they're getting into family fights. I mean, I come from a really large Italian family. And it, it just like every... Um, every holiday seems to turn into some sort of uh, something. And it's hard to keep those shields up during those those times. But you have to try your best. You have to limit your exposure to that. You have to go in maybe with the expectation that if that all starts up, you're going to find a way to get out of it. You're going to go for a little walk during the middle of some sort of uh, situation. I don't know. But it's best to know the types of situations that might lower your vibe when you're just heading into them and do what you can do to keep yourself as high vibe as possible. I can re- I've gotten to the point where I can recognize when I'm really starting to sink low. And you know what's funny is that I actually had this conversation with somebody today who was having a difficult time with a family member who was going through a really tough dep- uh, spat of depression. And I said, you know, I remembered back like three or four years ago when I was going through some really tough times. I was really coming out of the end of a lot of PTSD stuff and battling a lot of anxiety and depression in the process. And... I found a winning recipe that all involved, you know, certain things in my diet. I would cut out certain things when I started to feel really low, have really bad low days. I would put in all sorts of really healthy things like kale and blueberries and just all these really good high vibing foods. I cut out all the meat as pos- as much as possible. Um, actually, I pretty much cut meat out altogether during a certain time. And uh, I would do some heavy, heavy workouts. I would work to the point where I would literally almost like drop and I would get a real good healthy sweat going, but then rehydrate really, really well. And on top of all that, the sleep was a huge thing, like that little winning combination right there and sunshine. Um, I know that's kind of hard for some of us to find, especially us right here in this winter wonderland we call New England in February. Uh, Really hard to find sunshine, but if you can find it, you know, get into it as much as you can, whether it's just in a window or you got to bundle up to go outside and get fresh air. But um, I know that that's what I, if I'm feeling low, I at least try one of those avenues, if not all of them. Usually it's hydration. I kind of catch myself in the afternoons feeling a, a pretty down um, and low energy. And then your mind starts getting down and you get to be in a little bit of a, a bad mood. And I realize, you know, what? I, I don't think I've drank enough today. So it's usually with me because I'm always sucking down a ton of coffee in the morning. Um but you know when you're when you're at a place where you can break away from things, you know if you can get yourself to a quiet place, you go on your lunch break. If you need to go somewhere and you can try to center yourself, you know if whatever you can do in the moment, whether you're just sitting at your desk or you're able to step away from things, or even if you're just drive, driving, know the certain things that you can do in the situations you're in to get that vibration up higher. You know when I have the availability and I have more freedom to raise my vibe with certain activities. You know, like I said, I work out really hard. I I meditate. I I make sure I meditate every single day, if at least once a day, if not twice a day. Um, Like I said, I have my workouts. You know, I try to box whenever I can. You know, boxing is my outlet. I've done it for so long. 
um, whether I'm just like hitting a bag or showing other people how to do things, but that's my element. You know, I feel so good when I'm doing it, not necessarily fighting people. I'm not really into that anymore, but just the practice of doing it and getting that good workout, getting that aggression out. It's a great, great workout. If you've never tried it, give it a shot somewhere, buy a bag, go somewhere you can try and work out, but, uh, it's a great, great sport. But something that gets you like completely out of breath, you know, do something that's in good short intervals or even go for a walk, you know, find somewhere with a decent hill and just go for a walk up a hill, go back up and down it a few times to get that blood really going. Um, All that stuff is amazing. And, you know, it can really, really give you a boost. Obviously, depends on all your ability level uh, on what whatever that ability level is. But. Um, those are things that I use and, you know, hopefully those things can work for you too. And like I said, meditation can really help bring you back to your center because if you work enough at it, you can really block out the entire world. And I'm really looking forward to do that episode on meditation soon. I keep talking about it, so I've really got to get that going. Um, because for those of you that don't do it, or even some of you that might already try it and think it might not be for you. If you have someone who really can give you some helpful tips on how to do it correctly and you practice at it a few times, you'll make really quick gains and you'll see its value so quickly. And it's so hard to to even describe what happens when you really start to do it good. You have to experience it for yourself. But the ability to slow your thoughts down enough to where you aren't thinking at all, you're not thinking of anything, and your mind gets to a place of peace and nothingness, no thoughts, no chatter, just stillness. It's something that our minds all need from time to time, if not daily, because how much we're bombarded from every single angle, from our jobs, our kids, and social media, and phones ringing, and everything, you get that time to just get your mind centered and quiet. You'd be amazed that when you come out of it, how absolutely awesome you feel. I mean, it's tough because you can't do that when stuff hits the fan all the time. I mean, you can't just be like, hold on, I need a moment. I'm going to go sit in the corner of my office. I'm going to go sit in my cubicle and I'm going to put on a little bit of, uh, of Zen music and I'm going to sit there and vibe out and, uh, and meditate. But that would be pretty amazing if we could do that, wouldn't it? I mean, ideally, as part of a healthy daily regimen, meditation can really... I mean, it can and should be used as a proactive tool to aid your overall health. I mean, you use it at the beginning of your day, or at least I do, so that I know that I'm in a good, healthy state of mind for the rest of my day. I've I've done it. I've gotten it out of the way, and I've started off my day. I really set intentions at that time, too. I have a whole real routine that really fires me up for the day. But even if you don't use it for that, even if you just use it to just get yourself settled and get yourself to a place where you allow yourself to get settled. It really, really does help set the tone for the rest of your day. But if you're able to achieve that stillness of mind, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you tried it, keep it up. Don't give up. And like I said, we'll, we'll get something on the, on the podcast really, really soon. I promise that Uh, we'll get something on the podcast soon that will be what worked for me. What works for me might not work for you, but I know I've given tips to a few people. I've actually given uh, a few tips to someone who um, she did a great job with going from zero to 100 and all these crazy things started opening up in her life. She's She became more insightful. She was giving other people better advice. She was making it through stressful situations at work and she even came up with this like great plan of how she was going to be able to to go after an impossible dream that she had 
in the life that she's living right now. Like she's she's able to start developing a concept and inspiring other people that she might be able to ride their coattails. And it was it was all kind of stemming from her practices of meditation. You know, one of the other hugest things that you can use to raise your vibe is gratitude. I do that in the morning before I meditate. I give my gratitude for everything that I have because you you really got to realize all of the things that we have. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably listening to it on some, you know, fancy device. You've got electricity obviously to power the device. You know, you've got a lot more than a huge chunk of the rest of the people in this world. And I'm sure you have a roof over your head. You know, I hope you do. I hope you have fresh food and fresh water and people who love you. Those are all things that you can be grateful for. Even if you only have one of those things, it's something to be grateful for. Because just imagine what it would be without it. I mean, I'll even take my job for an example. I gripe about my job a lot. It's it's very demanding, um, but it's a great opportunity to help a lot of people. And I do give a lot of my time to it. And in in turn, it it takes a lot of my focus and it gives a lot of of stress and anxiety back. But without it, I, I know what it feels like to be without it. I know what it feels like to be in an alternative form of, of, uh, work. I know what it's like to be without any work to, to not know where your next paycheck is going to come from. I've experienced all those things. So just think about that. Think about how fortunate you are. Yeah, your job might suck, but you have income coming in in the, in the time being so you can figure out things in the future. Imagine how hard it would be to make your dreams come true if you didn't have a steady income. I mean, if that's where you're heading, like think for just think about just three things that you're grateful for today. Think about just three things in the mornings or even at night. Do them, do it at both times, but think of three simple things that you're grateful for and just speak it out loud. Just say how grateful for you how grateful you are to have those things in your life. And if you have trouble thinking of just three, you'll begin to raise your vibration simply by recognizing how many things that you have, how many wonderful things in your life that you're recognizing at that moment. Thoughts tend to cascade, good or bad. So put those good gratitude thoughts in your mind and you'll see where that ends up leading to. You'll have a cascade of similar thought patterns that makes you grateful for a whole lot of other things throughout your day and you won't even realize it. By practicing those three gratitudes, you're sending out signals to the universe that you're appreciative for the things and the people you have in your life And more of the same kind of things will keep on coming your way. Like attracts like. And we'll talk more about that in the future as well. I feel that's a fascinating subject when you start getting into the hermetic principles and some of the laws of of the universe and everything. Like attracts like. And what you focus on is what ends up coming into reality. Whether that's something you're trying to resist or something you're trying to attract. If you focus on the lack of something you're trying to attract, it won't show up. But if you focus on the things that are really near and dear to you, more of those types of things will keep on coming your way. And if you do have problems trying to think of things, I mean, think about how simple of the little things you probably take for granted would be to to be thankful for. You know, are you able to breathe on your own? Can you walk Are you able to listen to the podcast? You know, do you have indoor plumbing? Do you have healthy drinking water? 
Do you have access to food? Like just all those things that we take for granted on a daily basis, but we definitely should remain grateful for them despite their simpleness. One of my favorites and one that really helps me immediately is spreading kindness and lifting others up. I mean, like I said before, how if I'm in a really low place, I make sure I walk away from my desk for a little while and I purposely make a point that if I walk by somebody, I'm going to do something that is somewhat uplifting, positive, whether it's just a really good, cheerful, good morning or how you doing or something like that, because I know what the opposite looks like. I know that my vibe will affect other people the way that I carry myself and the positions that I'm in. If I go storming through that place with a bad attitude and I look grumpy, people are going to kind of get out of my way and I know that wake is going to follow me. And I know the opposite can be said too. If you go and say something to somebody and strike up a quick conversation, no matter how much you don't want to do it, you're stretching yourself just a little bit out of your comfort zone. You're stretching yourself out of that vibe that you were in and you're breaking that mold. You're breaking that thought pattern. And it's one of the easiest ways to get that vibration higher. I mean, even just the simplest ways that you can respond to people. And, you know, when people say to you, how are you? If your response is, I've had better days. I was famous for that one. I would say that all the time or I'm not bad. You know, you're saying you're not good either. You know, I'm not, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. That's what I would always say. I'm not too bad. Now I try and say I'm outstanding, whether I'm serious or being sarcastic. It's, it's uplifting to the people that hear it. It's kind of funny because, um, whether I'm having a horrible day and people know it and they always, Oh, how's your day going so far? Cause they see me running around like a madman. I go, I'm outstanding. And you know, they'll chuckle. You know, or if it's the truth, I mean, hey, I'm having an outstanding day. It's Friday. It's whatever day it is. You know, I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to do whatever it is that uh, gets me through this day with a smile on my face. You know, sometimes you just got to fake it till you make it kind of thing, you know, but it, it really does help. You'll also notice, too, that even if you throw out there a simple good morning or a simple smile to a stranger, um, you know, you'll, you'll find that your smiles go a long way. They won't go unnoticed. And if it does seem like it is, oh, well, just keep trying. You know, once a stranger notices that you're smiling, maybe they'll smile back and it'll make it all worth it. Just the simplest little things, such as creating a few inspiring words on a post-it note and leaving it on a mirror in public in a restroom or giving a little extra warmth and a tip to your server if you're eating out. Or, you know, give an extra dollar or two if you have it, even, even on carry-out orders. Watching people work hard to serve you, us, you know, they serve the world, it gives, makes us feel a little bit better. And if you're that person who's serving the world and someone seems like they give a little bit more appreciation, you feel better about you. You feel better about what you're doing and how you're spending your time because someone did something to show their gratitude for your services. Feel compelled to say thank you so much and have a great night when you pick up your meal tonight. You know, go the extra mile to make someone smile. Regardless if you have the extra dollar or two to give or not, your kindness costs absolutely nothing. You can give kindness if you don't have the money to give. Or even reach out to a friend or family member that you haven't spoken to in a while. You know, check on someone who you think maybe needs some love. You know, check in on them, ask how they are, even just shoot them a text message as just something simple. You never know what kind of conversation you might spark up with someone you haven't talked to in a while. These particular exercises require some interaction with other people. So for introverts, this might be a little bit more difficult. I know for me, I'm kind of a former introvert. Uh, I still have to break those habits a little bit here and there. But, um, you know, this, this exercise should be a little bit smoother for you extroverts. 
But I know what it's like. I know what it's like to sometimes get stuck in your own head. And by reaching out to lift others up and seeing their radiance makes me feel a lot lighter and more centered and and honestly a little bit more connected to other people as well. Instead of being so sheltered and guarded like I used to be. Um, And it's a great gratifying feeling to switch my life around in that way. You'll learn to trust yourself and man, allow your mind to rest. That's one of the biggest things I can say as I close up this episode. All those things in your mind will still be there. They won't disappear. You need to allow yourself to take a break from where your mind is and become aware that you're allowing your mind to use you instead of you using your mind. I mean, I I would be famous for always learning and listening to stuff, whether it's podcasts or YouTube or videos and TED Talks and all sorts of my geeky, sciencey stuff that my wife could care less about. You know, I got to give it a break once in a while. I got to listen to some high vibe music. I got to throw on a playlist for my man Soul Rising or whatever music I'm in the mood for. But sometimes you got to turn off those those podcasts and stuff and just listen to some music that puts you in the right place too. Some podcasts like this might inspire you, but I mean, some of your favorite music, some good music and good songs and stuff like that will raise yourself too. You know, sing like a complete idiot in your car. You'll get it all out, but I guarantee you're going to feel different afterward. Just talking about this stuff just raises my vibe. You know, I've had a really rough couple of weeks. I keep saying that on the podcast, but, um, you know, it, it's I've been riding high in the last couple of days and now that I've I've been able to talk about all these things that I do, uh, it's it's really helped me lift myself up quite a bit. You know, I hope you guys found some value out of all this stuff. I mean, I've picked this up from a lot of different people who uh, have given me all these tips over the years, and it's really, really been something uh, that's helped me out tremendously. And I don't know where I'd be without those things. Like I said, I've transformed into a completely different person who has a completely different outlook on every single day. And, uh, you know, I hope they work for you. I hope some of these things, I'm kind of rambling on here for quite a while. So I hope some of these things actually work for you guys. Um, but give them a shot. You know, if, uh, if they work, let me know if they don't work, then, uh, you know, I guess I can give you your refund on the advice today. You know, and as we wrap up, if you have any ideas for the podcast, if you have some issues that you're trying to work through, um, if you have some really interesting consciousness type subjects that you've come across or things you think might be cool to discuss on the podcast, or you're even interested in becoming a, a guest to talk about some sort of cool aspect of all of these kinds of things that we've been featuring on the podcast, not just the featuring uh, the finding life stories, which really feature where people have come from a very difficult place and they've come to you know a whole new sense of self. If you're interested in coming on and talking about um, an entirely new subject, something that that relates to consciousness, if it relates to positive living, if it relates to just living a much more happier and fulfilling life, then hit me up. You can email me at connect. That's C O N N E C T at livethislife.org. We have a couple of cool guests that are coming up that uh, they're talking about unique subjects in and of themselves. So if that seems like something you might be interested in or you have an idea for the podcast, you have some questions that maybe we might be able to uh, address and answer, then please reach out. So I think I'm going to take off and I'm going to leave you with a song by Soul Rising that I know will leave you vibing higher. Um, this one is one of my favorites from him. I heard this one quite a while back. One of the first songs that kind of turned me on to his music. This one's off of the 2017 album Electronic Flow. This one is appropriately titled Vibin' Out. Until next time, everybody. 
keep living. L-I-V-I-N.